three, two, one. Oh my, oh my God, that's cold. Wow. Wow is right, Ryan. Wow is right. Welcome back to You Betcha Radio Podcast. I'm Miles, the You Betcha guy. We are the coldest podcast in all the Midwest. We got a great one coming for you. We're going to talk a little March Madness. We're going to ask Ryan how Canada was. Um, and not. we're going to try and at least shed a little light in a not-so-awesome situation of the flooding that's going on in the Midwest. So sit back, drink a bush latte, and we'll get into the show. Here at You Betcha, we know that life is way too short to hold your own drink, and that's why we have the Bev Buckle. Now, the Bev Buckle is a belt buckle that is the world's first retractable drink holder. And I tell you what, this thing holds your bush lattes like a charm. They are handmade here in the U.S., and these guys were also on Shark Tank, so they are the perfect gift for someone who loves to drink bush lattes, but you know just doesn't want to be bothered with the fact of holding the bush latte. You can find these guys on their social media at BevBuckle or on their website, BevBuckle.com. That's B-E-V-B-U-C-K-L-E.com. And if you want 15% off of your order, use promo code YouBetcha with no space. That's Y-O-U-B-E-T-C-H-A, YouBetcha, promo code 50% off at BevBuckle.com. And I hope that you guys love your Bush Latte holder. I want to talk to you guys about U-Motors, Motorsports and Marine located in Fargo, North Dakota and Pelican Lake, Minnesota. They have all of the best brands, Honda, Yamaha, Ski-Doo, Can-Am, Sea-Doo, Nautique Boats, Super Boats, Supreme Boats, all of the boats, and even Avalon Pontoons. If you mention this ad, you can get 20% off parts and accessories, and obviously some exclusions may apply, but you can get 20% off parts and accessories. You can check them out on Facebook, Instagram, but also at their website, umotorsinc.com. Again, that's umotorsinc.com. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my bush. Oh my God, that's cold. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, welcome back to episode 11 of the You Betcha Radio podcast. I am Ryan, the t-shirt guy, and I think you should go follow us on social media. Go check us out at O-U-Betcha. That's at O-H-H, You Betcha, on our main page. Um, we also have a lot of other micro content pages going on right now. Ryan, the t-shirt guy, at Ryan, the t-shirt guy, myself, I have my own page. Moms.hotdish is probably one of the one of the next up on the list under you betcha as like one of the like more content filled pages where we're putting out user submissions, um, things that you guys send us. It's, it's just a p- place where all of that lives. And then the ranch wrangler, we've been super consistent with the ranch wrangler. Miles did a couple out in California. Had yeah, a lot we of got fun another one coming, um, from Cali. It's in and a, out. Yeah. In and out. So yeah, I'm that was almost say. on my top three of fast food chain restaurants. Yep. So, um, so I we'll, saw the uh, teaser photo. I wasn't too happy about it, but we'll see how it goes. And lastly, guys at ranch wrangler, go follow at ranch wrangler. So, so I'm going to start off the bat and say the reason why if you're listening, one Ryan and I are both wearing the same color sweatshirt on total accident. Um, it, we're Telepathy. both got like military green sweatshirts on. Um, that's because today is a battle. 
<laughs> I got my hood up. Yep. Uh, because it's exactly how I feel today. Post vacation syndrome. Well, post St. Dr- Patty's Day. Syndrome. Yeah, I drank way too much on St. Patrick's Day. It's gonna probably be one of those two, three, four day hangovers. Um, but I'm here and I'm podcasting. Uh, did it have I, green beer? I never even got a green beer. Okay, because that was like I, that was. I a was topic drinking of- Bush lattes out of the pounder cans. <clears throat> Bush burp already. And so it wasn't, I never got like a green beer now. Sure. Um, but that leads us into Ryan. How was your St. Patrick's Day weekend? You were up in Canada. Yeah, I was up. Tell in, us about I it. I was up in the Great White North. Um, I was actually on the ice most of the day Saturday. I uh, escaped the Midwest storm, which was absolutely brutal on Thursday. Interstates were closed down. I couldn't get up there until Friday morning, um, but I did a little ice fishing. And uh, I was chasing some Manitoba greenbacks, is what they like to call them up there in the north. Is that is, how'd it go? Uh, it went it went okay. Fishing was slow. Um, we we pulled up some good eaters. Um, got our fix of fish in for for supper, and um, I didn't get that mass. So up in Canada, uh, Lake Winnipeg is known for its its big walleyes. It's great, well, they're big, they're known for maple syrup. That yeah, and secondly, their walleyes right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so the goal going up there for everybody fishing on Lake Winnipeg is to catch a master angler walleye, which is 28 inches or above. Right. So my goal going up was to catch a 28 plus inch walleye. Um, I didn't do that, but what'd you get, uh, oh, man, my biggest is probably 18. Um, we couldn't get into the big ones. This is maybe that. Why don't you do like a hunting and fishing I probably should thing for you, betcha. I'm, I'm in the game, man. I, uh, what, so you go fishing obviously quite a bit. Mm-hmm. How much hunting do you do? Um, usually like three weekends a month in the fall. But is it for deer? Everything. You know, do you go pheasant hunting? Do you go water, duck hunting? Yeah, waterfall for like the first three weekends and then upland game opens so I can go pheasant hunting. Um, so I'll go pheasant hunting for probably like four or five weeks straight and then I'll go into deer hunting and I'll get back into pheasant hunting. Duck hunting for me is pretty short-lived because I'm a big pheasant hunter. Yep. Um so I do a lot of pheasant hunting, and then I mix in deer hunting in there, and uh, yeah, I'm kind of all over the map. Do you ever go turkey hunting? Uh, I got a tag when I was younger, and we went out one day out of the whole season. We just drove around. Um, didn't see a whole lot. I would have liked to shoot one, but I think I want to shoot one with my bow one day instead of a, a shotgun, yeah, yeah. which would be, it's just kind of like the chase, you know? Yeah, because it's like people are always asking me for hunting content and fishing content, and I'm like, one, I don't fish that much at all. Yeah. I just, it's just, I never... I just never really got into it, but I do like hunting, but I don't go very often. Yeah. Um, and so I, I thought it felt pretty unauthentic for me to try and do some hunting and fishing content or a podcast or something. Yep. And so people have been asking about it, asking about it left and right. And so I don't know why it never occurred to me until now that. Yeah. I might need to make like a Ryan, the t-shirt guy slash you betcha like orange vest for this next year there you go um purple. i wonder if i could make like a like a you betcha blue vest because it has to be high visibility which is why everyone goes with like hunter orange like blaze orange well it doesn't have to be orange or not <clears throat> no i think it just has to be high visibility so you could do you like could a, wear a highlighter green. yellow yeah, yeah, yeah something like that but that's just not as cool it's like you see guys out in the field that are wearing orange you're like they're getting after it right now yeah so the manitoba greenbacks were slow um but I'm definitely going to go next year. I got to get that master angler. 
Yeah, what? I I don't know. Did you say how big a fish you caught? What was the biggest 18 one? You inches. Eighteen inches. Eighteen was the biggest I caught. Um, a lot of a lot in like the fifteen to eighteen range. But that's fun too, man. Like pulling yeah. those up, throwing them in the bucket, eating them at night. Like I said, I'm used to fishing off the dock with hot dogs, Ryan. So hey, that works too, man. Like I, no shame in that at all. I mean, it doesn't catch eighteen. 18 inches, but no, but it's going to catch some, some nice slab sunnies that you can slab eat. sunnies. Oh, yeah. Slabbers. <laughs> God, you even got the lingo down. We, we might have to discuss We're gonna have to hit some content. Yeah. Do, you have a, do you have a buddy in mind that would want to be your co-host on a podcast? <sighs> I do actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that he would. Yeah. I absolutely yeah, knew I came right, right to the top of mind. I do. Um, yeah, that'd be fun. We should even, well, like I'm a, glad that you guys were able to sit in on this you <laughs> betcha business meeting here. But um what else did you do you do anything else in Canada? No, we were gonna go to a Jets game. Um we didn't end up doing that. We were honestly, man, we were like two hours to the north of Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Um so we were kind of up in the sticks, but um we were staying probably 30 minutes away from a casino and I just had to like tear myself away from that because you guys never went to the casino. We didn't know. We What's got your a, go-to at the casino? Blackjack. hundred percent. I, uh, see, I'm not a big gambler. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like virtual blackjack a lot sure. because there's just way less risk yep. involved. Also moves a lot faster. Yep. Cause I'm my, I'm not real. I don't like the methodicalness of some like poker and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, virtual poker or virtual blackjack really is up my alley because it's like, and you don't have to be betting like 10, <laughs> 15, 20 bucks yeah. a, a hand. Yep. Um, cause I just, for whatever reason, I just, the gambling is just like stressed me out. Dude, it's a, thr- it's thrilling. It's like, I, I get an adrenaline rush from it and that's, that's the addicting side of it. Now I'm not addicting, addicted to gambling. I'll, I'll play b- blackjack maybe once a month. Um, yeah. When you're out at a bar or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm not going to just like ditch my friends to just go sit at the blackjack table I do table have friends like that that do that. That's the worst. Yeah. And that's not me. And I'm, I'm more of like i I'll throw 40 bucks down and if I lose if I can play for an hour and lose $40, then that's fine because it's good entertainment for the night for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I normally end up talking to someone at the blackjack table, um, kind of just like making small talk conversation. But uh, yeah, I didn't make it to the casino. Um, we literally went two hours north of Winnipeg, fished, fished our asses off, and then came back yesterday. You guys drink a little while you were there? Yeah, a little bit, um, but not on the lake because Lake Lake Winnipeg is actually a dry lake. Mm. Um, they have quite a bit of control up there. Uh, they, they police it pretty well. Yeah, yeah. The game wardens are out are pretty heavily, especially with that many fishermen. Um, and when you're fishing outside too, it's a lot. It's a lot easier just to pull up to someone and like ask them questions. Yeah. So we didn't drink on the lake, um, but we had a few few beers when we got back there at the go. Airbnb. And uh, so back to the gambling. Do you gamble on March Madness, which leads into our first segment of the day is I March Madness. I do, yeah. And I, uh, people are going to hate me for this. I'm a big Duke fan, so I, I double down on Duke every year. Like, So there you're there. Well, so we'll save that for the next segment. But Not saying they're going to win it all. Right. But I'll, 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 put, I'll put double on Duke every year. There you go. So what we'll do is we'll take a little break, and then we'll uh, start talking March Madness. We'll grill Ryan on why he's such a Duke fan. We're in the middle of March, Ryan, and I think we all know that that means that March Madness is in, about to be in full swing. 
This podcast will come out on Wednesday. And I believe the tournament starts, the playing games are that night. Wednesday. Tonight. And then the next day, the, the tournament starts. And so we're going to talk a little bit of March Madness. I love this time of year. I think that it's like, it's one of those things where like once March Madness hits, snow starts melting, spring's hitting, and you're kind of like getting out of that like winter depression type of thing. Um, and I think that there's just something special about college football, college football, college basketball. Um, now, before we like dive into like this tournament, my favorite moment of the whole tournament, and I hope they never do away with this, is at the very end, the one shining moment montage they do. Yep. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. It's it's the best. I don't know if there's. I think there's actually like a podcast for college, but fo- uh, college. I keep saying football, <laughs> college basketball. That's called like one shining podcast or whatever, mm-hmm. named off of the song. Um, but every single time, I almost want to just tear up. It's yeah. It's tear. I was gonna say it's tear jerking. Um, um, it's like it's just. It's hard to describe. It's just so electric every time. Yeah. Um, March Madness is so sweet, but you can only watch so many games like as one person and to kind of just see all that compiled into one. Yeah. 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 Man, it's tear jerking. Um, So I'm looking very much looking forward to the one shining moment. And so I hope that the podcast after that happens, I hope that I say that it's just as electric as every other year before. And it will be. I I think that's just how the world works in big time situations like this. Um, These kids, they're not getting paid. Um, They like, they have a championship to play for. Right. So, well, the best is when a team that has a bunch of seniors makes it super far. Yep. Cause they're like actually putting some blood, sweat and tears in it where you got teams like Kentucky and they're just one and dunners, one and dunners, which I don't blame them in any yep. way, shape or form, but it's just not as much invested in it. Right. So I think it's cool when a, you know, like a, I remember back when Wichita state kind of made it for the first time, they, they made a run. There was like a bunch of seniors, I think, or people. The that, old Ron Baker days. Yeah. Yeah. He was my guy from Wichita state. Yeah. They were a lot of fun to watch. Um, yeah, I mean, and now you look before at, we get too deep in this, I want everyone to I know. I want to get deep in it. Like, we are, we are, <laughs> we are, are no. <laughs> nice one, Ryan. <laughs> we are in no way, shape, or form experts on March Madness. No. I do not sit and crunch numbers. I do not sit and look at seedings and, you know, all the where they stand in the power rankings and, you know, who's my dark horse. Of the I don't know, do much of that. I watched some tournament games this last weekend. Yep. Um, were you about to dive deep in, Ryan? I was about to, but you Let's helped go. me out. I'm ready. I, I just wanted to put that out there that no way, shape, or form we claiming to be experts on this. No, absolutely not. We're just guys sitting around drinking beer, talking about college basketball. College basketball. An electric time of the year. Um, yeah, there's a lot of look lot to look forward to from now until like let's just say like April 14th, right? Because we know what's coming out April 14th. We won't get into that. Yeah, game, don't get me too excited. Okay, so Game of Thrones coming out April 14th. Um, we were talking about one and dunners, and you look at, um, I think before this segment, I'm a Duke fan, right? We mentioned mm-hmm. that. Um, Zion Williamson gets hurt. People on social media, NBA players, like big-time NBA players are like kind of not really revolting against NCAA basketball, but like why, you know, he should sit out. He's going to be the number one pick. Why risk, you know, 
a how many million dollar contract that he's going to get, a shoe deal that he's going to get. Why risk that by playing, you know, maybe 10 more games um, in his college career? And it's like, I don't know. I think even though they are one and dunners, I feel like there's a, just a lot more to play to play for. And there just seems to be like so much camaraderie in college basketball. So what I'll say about that situation is I just thought it was a big overreaction by everyone involved. Yeah. You saw the shoe, though. The shoe was, the shoe was crazy. Now, I know that it's like a freak thing that the shoe busted right. open. Right. Now, two, but the re- the way the rest of the world thinks is there's they probably saw a little bit of hit of sales because... They did, yeah. I, I think I saw... I can't remember what percentage drop um, in stock Nike had. Obviously, that's that's probably made back within a few days, but that's yeah. that's the story for the day on the news. Well, that's the thing is like everyone overreacted to when they had the Colin Kaepernick commercial. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna short my Nike stock, or yeah. I'm gonna I'm offloading all the shares because they're they're done. They're done after this. It's like no, Nike's not done. It's just everyone's in the age of social media because they're able to instantly give their reaction. Everything's an overreaction, yep. right? Yep. No one, because everyone needs to be the first one to be to something, no one actually like sits back and like, okay, I'm going to think through this logically. How is this actually going to go? Right. Um, and so I think that's what a lot of like people did with that. Now, the ends, oh, push burp. The NCAA thing, I get it. Um, but they know what they're signing up for. Right. They if, have to sign more, up for it, but they know what they're signing up for. If more players, if more like good players that were actually good went the route of not going to the NCAA and just going and playing overseas for a year until they can get into the NBA. Yep. If more people started doing that, I think it would put a lot of pressure on the NCAA to like change something or allow them to actually get some sort of money from the deal. Right. So... I mean, like, what if Zion would have, like, went and played overseas instead of going to Duke? He could have got hurt. I mean, he could have blew a shoe out overseas. You right. just, you, you never know. It's but one- I mean, like, in terms of the NCAA, right. like, and they right. start having these really, really good players starting to go and play somewhere else for their year before they can go. Plus, I think they should just let them come out of high school. Yeah. Back in the uh, Kevin Garnett, Dwight Howard, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant days. Yeah. Yeah, so, it'd be I, interesting to see how it would play out. Yeah, um, I mean, so I think that at some point here in the future, it'll, something will change, whether it's the NBA saying you can come right out of high school or yep. players starting to go, oh, no, I'm going to do the Lonzo or uh, LaMelo, LaMelo Ball. and LaJello <laughs> and La, LaBello <laughs> going and playing overseas, LaBello Balls, um, big baller brand, but... Yeah, I think that's going to be interesting. So, you're a big Duke fan. Yep. I have been for years, and this isn't, is a, it just this like isn't a one-year from, thing. That was like when you were younger, you liked... J.J. Um, Redick. J, yeah, I was going to say, J.J. Yeah. Redick was the <laughs> yeah, first the one that came to my mind. Yep. Big J.J. Redick guy. At that same time, wasn't it like... At UNC was really good at the time, too. Mm-hmm. And they um, had uh, Raymond Felton. Yep. Uh, Sean May. Yep. T- uh, Tyler Hansborough was a little bit later in that, in that yeah. stint. I don't really um, like Tyler Hansborough. He was just like, I remember one I time. I thought he was it, a poor man's Tim Tebow playing basketball. Kind of. Yeah. But one time uh, he got, I think he got an elbow to like the middle of his forehead and he just started bleeding blood down. He was like, 
rubbing it out and like yeah come doing at a total me, baby. like hardo yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah we all know one of those guys we yeah. all know one of those guys and that was tyler hansborough yeah um, and it was tim tebow in college football right exactly yeah. so there's there's this buzz every single year about the 12-5 upset now like is there you had the bracket up is there yeah, any so, potential 12-5 upsets that you see well like i said i don't know like a ton about all these smaller schools um, the twelve five, Wisconsin. So I kind of like to focus a little bit on the Midwest yep. teams that are in it. Wisconsin's a five seed, so they're playing Oregon. So we'll see how that holds up. Auburn is playing New Mexico State. Um, Marquette is playing Murray State, and Mississippi State is playing Liberty. Liberty, 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 Liberty. <laughs> is that like a I like it. insurance commercial? Or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But the game that I got my eye on because it is like some prominent Midwest schools is the Iowa State Ohio State game. Yep. Um, I think that that'll be a good game. I I've been watching the Big Ten. I watched the Big Ten tournament. Michigan and Michigan State. Um, the game, the, the Big Ten championship. That was absolutely bananas. Yeah. Did you happen to see any of it? I saw highlights of it on 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 Sports Literally, Center. Michigan didn't score in like the last two minutes, and Michigan State went on like a 10-0 run and just just. That's they were always losing a, by five with two minutes left, and yeah. they won by five. That's and, always a good game. Yeah. Michigan, Michigan State in football, um, in basketball. There's always hype around that. So, do they have the opportunity to meet up in the tournament in their respective bracket section? So, Michigan is in the West, and Michigan State is in the East. So, okay. they they wouldn't be able to meet in the championship. They would be able to meet in the Final Four, though. So... We would maybe have to t- take a trip to Michigan if that happened. <laughs> to actually like go to like, yeah. go to like a bar in mm-hmm. Mi- in somewhere in Michigan. Yeah. yeah, that would be that would be. I'll sweet. wear state. You wear, you wear university. Yeah, I. Well, I wish I was like, I wish I had like a team. Yeah, but I just like don't. I don't know why I, I do this. Do you fill out a bracket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. Um, do you? Will you put money into a pool? I would. Okay. Yeah, I I don't necessarily have like this one pool I always enter in. You know, like people yeah. have their one squad that they always do it with. But yeah, um, I would say the. T- I mean, I just I like to see the Big Ten do well, so I'm excited for that. You got you got your uh, your Iowa. Um, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. Minnesota's a 10 seed, I think. Are they in? Yep. They did. They made it in. Where are they? Bad radio. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're playing Louisville. Yeah. I didn't know they made it in. So the, so the Big Ten is, Minnesota's rep- in. is represented well. So I, I like I like that. We'll see what happens. Um, what I would like to do is I... Would like to take the day off from work, um, and <laughs> sit I, in front I, of four I, screens. <laughs> I have an old coworker who used to do this. Him and um, like eight of his buddies would get together, and one of his buddies is from um, somewhere in North Dakota. One's from somewhere in Minnesota. Um, a couple of them are from Minnesota. One of them's from like Nebraska. Yep. But college buddies, they'll all meet up. And mm-hmm. s- they'll switch locations every year of where they meet up. It's like so a I traveling think, thing. Yeah. So I think this year's in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yep. 
And so they're going down to Minneapolis, taking the day off of work on, on maybe Thursday and Friday, and they'll just go to a bar and watch March Madness and drink beers and eat food. Well, so that's that's hardcore. My, my hope by next year this time, we'll still be here. We'll still be bunker. here. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we're still here. Yeah. But I want to be able to have like four big screens on one of the walls in here that I could just sit here and actually do content around March Madness. Yeah. Um, so this would be an interesting clip if I'm able to I'm putting this on the record, maybe next year if we got it going, Four if TVs. see if we do or we don't. Yep. Um, but yeah, we do, we do got to get some TVs in here. We got to, now that like the dust has settled on my vacation, now that the dust has settled a little bit on winter, ice fishing, you know, all that, I'm going to try and focus on making this place cooler. <clears throat> yeah. Um, the, and by this place to the, to the listeners is the bunker, but, um, I got to get that bush bar going. Yeah. The bush bar has got to happen, especially before it starts to get warm out. Well, now that I'm not able to like leave my beer outside as much anymore. Cause it's like next week it's supposed to be like in the forties <laughs> and the, you know, it's slowly getting more like I got to get a fridge yeah. too. So I, I, I posted on at Ryan, the t-shirt guy, this Instagram story. Um, <laughs> When I drove up to the bunker, your your bush light case was sitting on this little tiny patch of <laughs> it's snow. It's like one patch of snow. It's like the yeah. size of the case yeah. still sitting out there. I'm like, we're losing our outdoor refrigerator. Yeah. So But it it, it needs to happen. It's gotta happen. Yeah. Well, I've been I've been prospecting fridges and freezers and stuff on uh like Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist. <laughs> There's been a couple that I passed up on. It was like they had it on there for 70. I only wanted to pay 50 and I had to just walk. Yeah, they didn't want to negotiate. We didn't want to negotiate down, but. Yeah, so we went from NCAA to refrigerators <laughs> on Craigslist. Yeah, so that's, I, don't even get any ideas. We got to bring about the people to Craigslist. Craigslist. No, <laughs> do not. Do not. All right, maybe next, not going maybe there, next yeah. podcast. Um, so, my pick. So, you're going to pick Duke to win? Yeah, Who? I got to stick with the boys. Okay. I am going to pick, I think Gonzaga's got a really good chance. Okay. Um, I I don't know what it is, if it's just maybe Michigan's yellow highlighter uniforms. I just, I, I like the way they look, even though they fell apart in that last 10 seconds of the game. Um, I like their point guard. I think he's sweet. I think his name's... Uh, Xavier Simpson. I really hope he doesn't play for Michigan State. And I'm just totally butchering <laughs> this, but um, again, we're not experts. We're not experts. I would like to see Iowa make a run. I think that, that would be. Yeah. I think they've had some kind of like cool games. Um, they've had some cool games where like they've hit some last second threes yep. and stuff like that. Um, I, I think it's, it's boring of me to pick Duke to win it all. Yeah, I'm um, so I'm so annoyed of you right now. But here's the thing. Uh, I'm picking Duke to win it all um, because that's who I go with every year. Um, now, do I think Duke is going to win it? I don't. You don't? I don't think Duke's going to win Duke it. To win. I did. I did pick Duke to win, but realistically, that that's the fanboy in me. Realistically, I think they're going to knocked out in the Elite Eight or the Final Four. We'll cut this clip right now. I don't think they'll make it to the Elite Eight. Interesting. Yeah, I think that. Uh, they might make it to the, I don't think they're going to make it out of the Elite Eight. Yep. So Elite Eight, Final Four. Um, I hope they win, man. I don't, I don't think they go. To the, uh, 
But see, that's the, what's fun about college basketball yeah. is anything can happen. So how many the brackets? Sixteen you, team obviously is them beating the one seed is. How many brackets do you usually fill out? I'll just fill one out. My brother, he fills out like twenty five, and he's what? got his own like numbers crunching thing that he does. And we should get him on. Bang. Yeah, we should. Uh, that sounds like an expert that that can correct us on. He uh, well, what he should do is he should just not even necessarily related to you betcha, but he should have his own like sports thing going on with because he's, he's a deep hard in it. Yeah. It. yeah but um i'll do the i'll do the bracket too of like i think warren buffett will give you a million dollars if you have yeah a i do mine bracket. on espn yep i the do mine on espn bracket. i just like their like app and their layout of stuff it's easy to navigate and i think there's a theme here i think there is we we kind of outlined like the type of people in the last couple of podcasts, the type of people you that you'll see on St. Patty's Day. people you see on, on the, March Madness? The type of people on St. Patty's Day, the type of people you see in airports. How about the type of people that fill out an NCAA bracket? Well, there's my brother. Who, there's your brother. Who fills out 25. Yep. Super hardo. One of them is usually a all upsets bracket yep. type of thing. One of them is... I'm just going to pick the mascots oh, that well, I yeah, think is the coolest. It's usually a chick. <laughs> yes. What, yes. What, what, uh, they, they either go what mascot they think they like better or yep. whatever color scheme they like better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it So my mother like is usually, round. she's going to listen to this and be annoyed that I brought this up. <laughs> she is usually the, if she just knows a person on a team, she'll just pick that team to win. Yeah. Like I get it. When there was the... So my 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 name is Miles, obviously. My brother's name is Mason. So when Miles and Mason were the twins on the Duke, right? Plumleys, yeah. Yeah, Miles was, and Mason Plumley. Yeah, yep. yeah. She just picked the Duke to win because because it's Miles and Mason twins, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So there's a person who like like someone who only will know Zion, and they'll just pick Duke because they yeah. know him. Yep. Um, I would say another person. It's. It seems to me that the person who wants to win the it's like the person who wants to win the least usually ends up winning the bracket pool. Yeah, like my brother is. It's very rare if he's in a big bracket pool he's gonna win. <laughs> yeah, but the but it's yep. like the one chick who's like this just seemed like a fun thing to do. So I just <laughs> you know I just picked you know random numbers, random teams, and well, I guess I won about six hundred bucks. <laughs> You know, like that's a, usually it goes. Yeah. So I would say that's another person too. It's just like yep. they they don't pick stupid. They like oh, yeah, I'm gonna pick them because I heard that they were decent this year. And <laughs> someone sports center one time, yeah. they won a game in their early preseason preseason yeah. schedule, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or like yeah. So I would say those are some types of people. <laughs> um, there. I mean, there's the person who literally will take work off to just watch the games. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I would say that's another type of person for sure. Uh, and to just piggyback back off that, there is the person that will be at work but only watching March Madness on their computer <laughs> So they're screen. not working. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they're clocked in. Another now. person too is this is someone who doesn't tweet or anything about sports that much. Other than like the tournament, they'll be like, you know what? I'm going to watch the games. I'm going to like live tweet. <laughs> and so like – there's a bunch of their tweets that are like, just like, wow, that was crazy. Yeah. But like, you don't see that tweet until the day later. So you have no idea what they're talking <laughs> about. You know, like they think that everyone is watching their tweets live. 
Um, so they don't give any context of what right. the tweet is about. So then you don't know what they're just tweeting. Wow. But then you'll see like three or four more tweets down the line. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that just happened. So then you have to like look into it. You're like, yeah. what's going on here? And they're and they're those people like usually don't tweet about like college basketball ever no. as well. Like it just for whatever reason they're like, oh, I'm just gonna throw a tweet out there. What like why March Madness? Why now? Why not? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I, what I think is the most crazy thing that I think is gonna be interesting to see where it goes is like all of the experts on ESPN that just like. They just mull over the same thing for hours <laughs> and hours and they yes. debate the same thing over and over and mm-hmm. over again. Like, are people still watching that? I'm like, not. Because I have listened to a little bit of that, like, One Shining podcast that I keep talking about now. It yep. seems like I'm a big fanboy, but, like, I, I've heard a few of their stuff. But, like, they actually, like, talk about different stuff. They don't talk about the same stuff over and over again. They don't. They they talk about different stuff and they keep it fresh and interesting. Yeah. ESPN <clears throat> and all of those networks that are like your classic sports channels, like they just talk about the same stuff over it's and over thing. and over. Like a great example is when Zion's shoe blew out. Oh my God. Is Nike using it was the on, right, it was it was Nike, right? The yeah, shoe was Nike. Nike. Is Nike using the right stitching in their shoes? <laughs> what is going on? It's like <laughs> it's unbelievable. That's why I hate having like I hate being at home sick. Because you watch one segment of Sports Center and you're going to hear done. the same like the segment first 20, an hour later. Yeah, like the 20 minutes and then it's done. And you just listen to the same thing. Back in the day when when I was when we were in elementary school, whatever, like Netflix wasn't a thing yet. So you maybe watch a movie in the morning and then you turn on Sports Center. Yeah, you watch like Space Jam or something. Yeah. yeah. And then you turn on Sports Center and it's the same thing over. Well, you'd watch Prices Right at 10 a.m. Yeah. Um, and then you'd watch a movie and then you'd watch Sports Center for the next three hours and probably see the same thing three times over. So, yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, it's interesting because Joe Joe Rogan, um, MMA con- commentator for the UFC, he he does uh, the events that he he doesn't go to. He does an MMA show. Um, like live on his YouTube channel mm-hmm. and they don't show the fights up on the screen, like him and his guests watching the fights because it's, it's um trademark or yeah. copyright, it's just, whatever. It's a video of them watching yep. a screen yep. and they'll just podcast for like well, three to four hours well, talking about well, the fights going on. And it's, that, it's cool. That's actually something that I would like to do Yeah, in the future. Once we kind of get this place built for that. Yep. I think that is like interesting to see people's reaction. I know that Barstool does it a lot. They call it the electric chair. Okay. I've never seen that segment yeah, they, from them. Well, so like they just f- go live on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And Dave and Big Cat and all the guys that are like the big whatever. Like yep. A lot of times when Michigan's playing because Dave's a Michigan guy or Big Cat's a Wisconsin guy. Whenever their teams are playing, they sit them down in a leather chair. They call it the electric chair. Oh, I've seen that. Okay, now I, now I know what you're talking and about. And they usually bet on all the games, and so they're just like going <laughs> wild. And, yeah. you know, they're jumping up and down and swearing and collapsing to the ground. And so, um, yeah, well, we'll get we'll get to that point at some point. That will be fun. Uh, yeah. You had mentioned your brother. I think your brother would be good at something like that. Yeah, um, he's such a hard old Kick him back and madness. just yeah, analyzing the game, like yeah. hard status. For sure. Well, I think Gonzaga will beat Duke. So. Beat Duke in the ship. Well, no, Duke isn't making out of the Elite Eight. True. I have no basis for that, but it's just <laughs> my intuition tells me. Yeah.
Oh my God, that's cold. Wow. That was enthusiastic. I'm out of the hood, Ryan. You're feeling better. I, I took off my hood. <laughs> feeling a little better. There's nothing that a nice uh, bush latte can't cure. Bush. Little, uh, a little uh, Monday blues. Yep. Just St. Patty's Day blues. Take off, take the edge off. So we talked about in the in the intro about flooding, right? 2009, we had a bad flood, um, and we were really unprepared. It was scramble mode. Yep. Um, we since then our area is definitely done a lot to improve it. Um, and what what's what I really hate is when people do lose homes and all that kind of stuff. Um, and what I will have to say though, I feel like we are really lucky because that doesn't happen very often. Whereas like if you live on the coast, if you live in Florida, you live in the Gulf, it's hurricanes every year. It's a common theme. Yeah. It's yeah. That um, shocks anyone. Earthquakes. We don't have <laughs> earthquakes. Nope. Um, we, I feel like we used to get more tornadoes or like more tornado warnings and stuff, but I feel like it's been a while. I don't know. There'll be the occasion one, like you're out at the lake and it's like the wind's howling in the morning and then mm-hmm. a tornado warning, the, the buzzer will go on the TV. That cold front hits. Oh, I hate that. It's the worst. But honestly, I'd rather be cooped cooped up at the lake during a tornado. And what, it, it is like a weird psychological a, thing. <laughs> yeah, it really if is. If you're at home, it's like whatever. But if you're at the lake, like everyone's like, get in here. Like, let's sit around and play a board game together yeah, or something. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. I don't know why. Oh, I totally know what you're saying yep, for sure. Yep. Um, now, <clears throat> obviously flooding is a no good situation. It's It sucks. People do lose homes. But to shed a little bit of light, because that's what we do. Yep. Um, on situations that suck. I feel like someone needs to talk about some of the funny stuff that might happen during those stuff. So in no way, shape or form are we saying that flooding is funny or whatever, but there are some funny things about flooding. Now, what I will say, so like we always get into the different types of people that we see in situations, (laughs) but when you do have to sandbag, when you do have to sandbag for, for a flood, (laughs) There are some interesting personalities <laughs> that show up when yeah. you're sandbagging. You're laughing because you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I kind of believe that everyone has their normal personality. They have their normal self, their day-to-day person. And then everyone has their sandbagging self. Their, their flooding sandbagging self. And everyone takes a role, right? It's like mm-hmm. it all of a sudden everyone in a community becomes a part of like this military operation, like a militia, like the Minutemen back in the wars. So like all of the, all the uh, stay at home moms or the, you know, just the moms in general are like, we're going to whip open our garage door and we're going to put up some card tables and I'm going to be making special K bars. <laughs> I'm going to have barbecues. Yep. I'm going to have uh, chips sitting out. Oh, that just come take it. It's free food. This is our con- contribution. Yep. And then you have like the hard old males and they're <laughs> like, they're like uh, out there in the front of the lines, just tossing sandbags. Um, and then you also have like the person in the neighborhood who has like the big equipment, right? Yep. They got the, uh, they have everything. Sk- yeah. The skid steers, yep. the, uh, the um, spade shovels, like shovels. The nicest ones. They, they probably own a construction company yep. or something. Um, my dad was that guy because we had skid steers and he owns a concrete construction business. 
Um, yeah, it's it's just interesting because you 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 take up you take a role in this like little militia to, against yeah. the flood, um, which I think is kind of funny. <clears throat> There's always the guy who is way too over the top about laying the sandbags down. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're, they're like barking at like kids who are just like out there to just try and help. And they're like, we got to put this here and there. And it's like, let's calm down. (laughs) Let's take a step back. Remember that we do have some time here and that's why we're doing this right now, but let's have a little bit of fun. Yeah. I don't know. More of a community bonding type of situation than like, um, like the guy that you described. Yeah, he's his intentions are always now so so good. Is that guy the is does he kind of become the foreman of the group because there's always that one guy that just takes the lead and Well, so what I would say there's the guy who tries to take the lead and there's the guy that everyone turns to. Sure. Yep. You you know, it's just like uh-huh. it's yeah. just this is his basic human nature. There's going to be one person that no one even has to claim them the leader. They just so what do you think we should do? Yep. It's just, it just happens. <laughs> it's a stig- It's like a stigma that they, they give off. Um, yeah, and I think it just stems they, back to the root nature that we are just like animals and the leader of the pack always just goes out in front and the right. people follow him. Um, yeah, I would... We got our neighbors... Sorry, I'm pausing again because we got our neighbors playing... Uh, we should go over Are there. Are they playing Queen over there? I don't know. They're bumping music over there. <laughs> so the third installment of what are the neighbors doing? I think they're working on their, their trucks over there. That's what we're going to conclude with. Yep. But yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. But back to uh, <laughs> what we were talking about. I would say that the, the hardo that's like barking orders and trying to like show how much he knows about sandbagging is not usually the guy that everyone turns to when no. something happens. No. Cause it's like, there's always the guy who thinks he has he has all the right answers. Oh yeah. Um, but the guy that like tries to show that off and like tell people that he has all the right answers is probably not the guy that has all the right answers. Well, right? it's usually an overcompensation of some sort. Yep. Um, now there another person that I just uh, realized that we have in the sandbagging flooding group is the person who shows up because they know they need to show up. <laughs> But then after not too long, they do the, uh, I got I to gotta go use the restroom quick. You don't see them the rest of the day. But you do see them go through the food line. Yeah, well, they're usually sitting by the food line. Yep. Um, hey, you guys need help over there? I remember. You, got, you guys uh, look like you got it covered. There also is the, like, so when I was in high school, we had to do some sandbagging. And because I was, like, in sports and, you know, would work out and stuff like that, the expectation for those kids are so much higher than like, than like the kids who just play video games all day. Yeah. Like if you like want to go like get a snack, the the lead guy who's barking orders, like gives you like one of the looks like, really? We need you, we need you out here, man. Like, dude, my legs hurt. My arms hurt. I'm going to get a snack. Yeah. Um, so I would say that's a definitely a, a, another person is like the, the young kid who, you know, is really athletic or whatever, and, like, they're just expected to just do everything. Yep. Um, which kind of sucks, but... Yeah, one of, what I like is I just... I like that people, you know, they throw oh on their... Oh, my God, I just spilled all over my sweatshirt. <laughs> this has been... You're rusty. Um, this Monday is... 
the worst. <laughs> I'm struggling. Well, and you have the podcast with me, so. Yeah, I mean, that's not helping. So what I like the most um, is, again, the camaraderie of the community, but everyone just throws on that one pair of jeans and that one button-up or zip-up zip, zip up coat or old, whatever. Old sweatshirt. Yep, they throw the rain boots on or the waterproof boots, and they're just getting after it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trudging through the water. They're, they're getting muddy. Um, it doesn't matter, you know, so everyone's kind of all on the same page, I feel like. Um, well, and what I like too about it to segue away from like the funnier stuff is I, what I do like about it is let's say you're in a neighborhood that's not in danger of flooding. You go to your buddy's place, you go to your friend's house that is in danger of flooding and you help them out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things where. I remember we just like our buddies that were in danger of flooding. We just kept hopping from neighborhood to neighborhood yeah. to try and get their dikes built. Yeah, you got to, probably got school off for the day. Oh, that's another person yep. too. Is the person <laughs> who makes dike jokes the whole day? <laughs> the whole day. It's usually like uh, they they're like show up and they're like, "Hey, we're from the the company. We do dikes." And then like, ah, ha, ha. and then like it's just constant constant yeah. of. Dyke it, joke after dyke <laughs> joke after dyke joke. It is funny right away. Oh, yeah. But then it just gets old, man. Well, it's one of those jokes that, like, it's funny. <laughs> Absolutely not funny after a while. You get so annoyed. Yeah. But then you just keep doing it, and then eventually it becomes <laughs> funny again. Yeah. It's persistence is what it is. Now, I will have to say, have you ever, after a day of, of uh, throwing sandbags, gotten an opportunity to go sit in a hot tub? No. That might be one of the best because like the weather's always a little, it's not like super cold, but it's just like dreary and it's like cold out and your body hurts and you just go sit in that hot tub. And that is one of the best feelings ever. Yep. I almost think that like if you sell hot tubs and stuff, you should market really hard during the flood to let people know they need to buy a hot tub because it feels that good. It's rewarding too. Mm -hmm. You know, um, yeah, it's been a while since we've had to do that. Um, I feel like the river today was just set to crest on like in mid-April at like 41 feet. Um, it's like one foot above our last flood back in 2009. Um, and 2009 was rough. You know, that's probably, that's the last time we I sandbagged. We were really unprepared though. Yep. We're a lot more prepared, a lot more ahead of the game. Regardless, there's going to be sandbagging going on. Somewhere. Um I'm going to get out there. I'm going to, I'm going to get after it. I, I enjoy doing that kind of stuff. I enjoy helping other people with that kind of stuff. Um, fortunately my house is not in the floodplain. So I think I'm going to go find someone who is, I'll just be that guy bouncing around, um, taking orders from that guy that's barking. (laughs) The Lieutenant. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Oh, uh, <laughs> I'll probably throw up, show up somewhere with a 30 rack or a nice bushel. <laughs> yeah. Bushel high saying, what's up guys. I'll be that People guy. People would appreciate yeah. that though. Yeah. Um, it is quick. also nice and ice cold beer after. Yeah. Ice cold beer and hot tub. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, here, here's a question. It, again, it's been so long since we've had to do that. What do they do with all the sand and sandbags when the flooding subsides? Well, they can't use it for much because it's con- considered like contaminated or yep. whatever, right? If it's exposed to I the think water. So. so I don't know what they do. Hmm. If you know what they do with the sand. <laughs> you got to let us know. After sandbagging, 
Drop in the comments. Drop in the comments. Let us know. Um, yeah, I really hope it doesn't come to having really bad flooding, obviously, because it's a terrible thing. And, and I know that people are already kind of suffering from it in Nebraska and Iowa on the on the on the uh, borderline. But um, yeah, I, I like I said, if you can find a little bit of humor or something in, in a bad situation, I think that that can yep. help. So be if you're out there sandbagging at all. Be looking for those personality types <laughs> and uh, let us know if you are one of them or you got a brother who's one of them or your dad or whatever. So this You Bet Your Radio podcast was brought to you by our friends at the Bev Buckle. Bev Buckle is a belt buckle that is the world's first retractable drink holder. And you can find them at BevBuckle.com. That's B-E-V-B-U-C-K-L-E.com. And you can get 15% off of your order by using promo code YouBetcha with no space. Y-O-U-B-E-T-C-H-A at BevBuckle.com using promo code YouBetcha for 15% off. Guys, thanks again for tuning in to episode 11 of the You Betcha Radio podcast. We talked a little bit about my trip to Canada. We talked a little bit about March Madness. And we talked a little bit about the flooding that's going on in the Midwest and the people that come with that. So what I want you to do now, I want you to go follow us on social media. That's at O-U-Betcha, at O-H-H, You Betcha, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Go check it out. We also have at Ryan, the t-shirt guy, myself, at moms.hotdish, the official Midwestern meme page for you betcha. And at Ranch Wrangler, um, we're trying to wrangle up the best ranch in the Midwest. And uh, we're getting one step closer to that every week with, with the new episodes coming out. You crushed it again, Ryan. I appreciate it. Yeah. I am Ryan, the t-shirt guy. <laughs> Well, now he ruined it. It was going super well <laughs> until he tried to do that. Um, at least you didn't say, we are hot, baby. <laughs> like you did I forgot the, to bring that back. We are hot, baby. That's what you need to do at the beginning of every podcast and make everyone do their, like, right at the beginning of the podcast, cringe. Okay, I'll do that next the time. The first podcast cringe well, of the day. At the end so that people don't, they don't tune out. So, yeah, because I'm always talking about <laughs> stuff being cold and you're always talking about being stuff being hot. It's the, it's the uh, fire and ice type of guy. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's fun. Podcast went great. I'm Miles, you betcha guy. May your ranch always be runny. May your bush lattes forever be cold. Did I switch that around this time? Doesn't matter. Thanks for listening to the coldest podcast in all the Midwest. Make sure you follow us. Make sure you subscribe to us. Make sure you throw us a like, throw us a share, whatever. Cheers. Oh, my God, that's cold. Oh, wow. Last time I forgot to do this. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah.